Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Today is Wednesday, the 23rd of January. It's MomStrong International Day here at the podcast. This is the day where I just touch on a little bit of the Bible study that we're doing in depth at MomStrongInternational.com. We're going to be talking a little bit today about finding a balance between work and rest. So if you're stressed out or you can't get anything done, stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So you guys are awesome. Can I just say that again? You are you are so amazing. You encourage us so much. Thank you to everyone who's been leaving reviews for this podcast over at iTunes. Uh, I read one in particular. We read them all the time, but I loved this one. This says, uh, what I enjoy most about Heidi's podcast is that time and time again, she's going back to the Bible. She encourages her listeners not to take her word for it, but God's. If you're looking for someone who will encourage you on your parenting journey and show you that God is always, ever, only good, then look no further, my friend. You have found the podcast for you. Thank you so much for that review. We read all of these reviews, and I appreciate them so much. And if you are enjoying this podcast, it would encourage us if you would share it on social media. Also, join us at MomStrongInternational.com. We are going to be moving ever so slowly away from social media and onto our own platform over at MomStarInternational.com. Obviously, you can also find me at HeidiStJohn.com. All right, this is Wednesday. This is the day that I like to touch on things that are kind of happening in the news, things that are happening in the culture, a couple things uh, that I have been, well, hello. Government shut down. Don't even get me started. Uh, I am so frustrated with what's happening in the culture right now. So I thought, well, I'll just skip on on past that today. I saw an opportunity to talk to you guys for just a second about uh, how, the struggle that many of my Christian friends are having to keep their programs going, their shows going. They're typically shunned by Hollywood. And uh, I am so impressed with the the number of Christian men and women who are really taking a stand for the Lord or just putting out good, wholesome programming. And after impressively surviving the daytime television space for seven years, Steve Harvey's show, you guys hear about this? It's being cut from NBC. Now, I'm no fan of NBC. And so this doesn't surprise me, but it still made me sad. NBC Universal announced last week that a new show hosted by Kelly Clarkson called The Kelly Clarkson Show is going to be taking over his slot in the fall of 2019. Now, this is where I think the story is so interesting. Harvey was admittedly stunned by the programming decision and particularly NBC's lack of communication with him about it. He stated in an interview with Variety that he's the second most popular person on daytime TV behind Ellen who's also considering ending her show after her contract is up in 2020. He said, I thought it would have been nice to, for them to come to me as the only dude who survived in daytime TV for seven years, he said. I got to make announcements too, he added with a mischievous smile. It'll be something real cute. Even better than cute, Harvey's Facebook announcement about the ending of his show, Steve, was humbly God-inspired. This is what he said. They're going to close the door on me in 2019. All that means for me is God has another door for me to open. I thought that was so beautiful. The TV host elaborated that the people making the calls at NBC don't have control over his life, while also explaining that every closed door leads to a new opportunity. These people that make these decisions about these networks and stuff, they don't control my life. This is what he said. 
They control that little piece of section over there. I got the rest of it. God in charge of me. So every door that closes for you in 2019, understand it also allows for an opportunity for another door to open. Harvey continued to list the reasons that God may have allowed the doors to shut on his show and asserted that he is confident in the Lord's sovereign plan. Maybe I need some more rest, he said. Maybe I've been working too hard. Maybe this is his way of saying, hey, partner, you're going to slow down. I'm going to help you slow down. I've learned to accept God's will and understand that everything happens to me in my life for my good and for my betterment. He closed with a reminder to all of us that the great God we serve didn't bring us this far to leave us now. I love that. I love that he did that. I love that his heart is for the people that are following him. And it kind of goes into the Bible study today, which is why I shared his story with you, because he's talking about the fact that he needs more rest. He said, maybe I need more rest. Maybe I've been working too hard. Uh, maybe I need more more uh, downtime. And he said, God is in charge of me. And I love that he offered this back to the Lord. And really, that's what we want to do for the topic at MomStrong International right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about how God's priority of salvation, which is remember the whole month we've been talking about embracing God's priorities. And we're going to, I want you to understand that God's heart toward you is always ever only good. He wants us to to labor and to rest in his timing. He wants us to, to go out when he says go out and come back off the battlefield when he says to come back off the battlefield. And so this week we're going to come to understand and we'll spend more time with this topic in the Bible study. So if you haven't downloaded it, I wanna encourage you to do that. But I want you to understand how God's priority of salvation directs both our work and our rest. So what does God say about working? When Jesus is our master, and this is what Steve Harvey gets so beautifully, he is over every corner of our lives, including our work. And it's vitally important that we understand God's heart for work. He is a hard worker. Jesus modeled a life of hard work, didn't he? And as I go to my next staff meeting or my group project, or I've got one more night coming up of a of a dinner on a budget and healthy and fast and all that stuff and helping my kids battle through their homework or homeschooling or whatever uh, with a happy heart, <laughs> it's a game changer when we know, like Steve Harvey knows, that everything we do should be for him. And moms, if we're honest, I think some of us really struggle to find value in the things that we do at home. Every little things, even having a clean house, right? Sometimes we see the struggle uh, of the value in training our kids in the area of chores because it's often harder to teach them how to clean the toilet, you know, with soap than to just clean the thing yourself, right? This is a constant conversation my husband and I have at our house. Just easier to do it yourself. It's more work to train a child to do a chore the right way and follow through with their work than it is just to do it yourself while they play happily in the other room or sleep until noon. But here's the thing. If you give in to that, then what happens is we raise a generation of kids who don't know the value or the deep satisfaction of working hard. And in the study, I'm going to unpack for you a little bit of Colossians 3, verses 23 and 24, where Paul, talking to the believers at Colossae, instructs them about tasks and working. He's telling them why you're working, how we should be working, what our mindset should be in working. And we want to have that same mindset for our own families, because work in the everyday physical world is important to God. 
And when we've got a strong work ethic at home or at school, then it glorifies God. But we want to keep things in perspective. Listen, the clarity of God's word is freeing. And it's clear, just scratching the surface, that God has priorities for us that he wants us to embrace. And escaping from eternal damnation, escaping from hell, right at the top of his list. You see, salvation is a high priority to the Heavenly Father. And therefore, our work for the gospel is of paramount importance to God. And so when we look to the word of God for instruction on work, we look for rest, we find teaching, as always, that is countercultural. It's countercultural. So for example, I was thinking about my friend Melissa. I, I went down and visited her when she moved into her house. Well, she's moved again since then. Melissa, you got to quit moving. And if you've painted a room lately, you understand how much work that is. I had the opportunity to help paint with her and we cut in and rolled and trimmed and touched up. It's amazing how much paint you can get on some walls in 48 hours, right? And once all the drop cloths are folded up and the paint brushes were washed and the paint cans were put back on the shelf, that newly painted space becomes refreshment. There's something about stepping back and seeing a clean, fresh finish on a new room that's deeply gratifying. It's good for us, right? We might be tired, but it's good tired, right? It's time for rest. When is rest appropriate? In Genesis 2, verses 2 and 3, the creator says that when God finished his work of creation, he rested. He rested. So what did he decree for us to practice? He said, set a day apart and rest and enjoy my creation. Do you guys have a hard time with that? I do. Partly because I, I'm a worker. I just love working. I'm, I'm fascinated by, by the world around me. So many things are interesting to me. It's very hard for me to rest. But God said, rest. In Exodus chapter 34, he commands us to rest. He said, on the seventh day, you shall rest in plowing time and in harvest. Rest. And the result, when God rested, he was refreshed. In Genesis, God saw everything that he had made, everything he looked, can you guys imagine? Look at the creator taking a wide, slow look across the earth and just going, that's right, it's beautiful. Look, look, Father, can you just hear him? It's beautiful, it's good. Let's rest today and take pleasure in it. So often women and men, oh, workaholics, we don't do that. We're not going to sit down and play a game of Monopoly with our kids because we don't understand the balance between work and rest. And eventually what it does is it makes our children resentful and frustrated. And that's the last thing that we want as parents. We want to embrace God's priorities. So we can rest just like God did with a sigh of contentment when our tasks are finished, even if they're not all the way done at the end of the day. Can I just encourage you? Chill out. Put your feet up. Jesus rested by stepping away for private time with his father in prayer. He pulled the disciples aside. He gave them permission to be still. Some of you are waiting for permission. Jay and I just got back from a cruise. Our very first ever cruise, we went to uh, the Caribbean with the Florida Parent Educators Association. By the way, they do that every year. It's a homeschool cruise. They have speakers come. It's wonderful. And like I said, 30 years of marriage, I've never been on a cruise in my life. And Jay and I were like, why have we waited 
this long. And we came back rejuvenated. We came back ready to get in the fight again. So often we wait to rest until either our health gives out on us or our children are frustrated with us or our marriage has fallen apart. And that's not what the Lord modeled for us. The Lord modeled balance beautifully. You see, resting to be physically rejuvenated and restored is something that God blesses. But this priority doesn't negate other priorities relating to the Lord's utmost desire that we all come to repentance. In other words, if what's in front of you is kingdom work, God's going to give you the strength to do it. Jesus modeled rest during his time on earth. He went to a quiet place. In Mark chapter 1, the Bible records he went to a quiet place to pray. In Mark 6, the Bible says he went to a boat to eat and rest. And then what happened? When they arrived to where they were going, in verse 33 and 34, Jesus felt compassion for the state of lostness that he he saw all around him. It's interesting to note, by the way, that the word of God isn't full of verses that give us reasons to indulge in long cups of coffee with a good book for days on end. You guys ever notice that? God is about resting. He's about getting good night's sleep. But the purpose is, remember you guys have heard me say, God never does anything apart from a kingdom purpose. The purpose is to be restored so that we can roll up our sleeves for another day of loving people well. And so if you've got a bunch of little people around you, if your teenager's driving you uh, to the brink right now, be encouraged. In Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse 12, it says, why is the sleep of a laborer sweet? Because satisfaction is found in work. Rest after we work is great. It makes our rest even sweeter. Think about this. How, how do we respond to our, a teenager? This is a tough one. Because when we're training young adults, woo, I'll tell you what, I can't tell you how many times I've been just like, my kids aren't, my kids aren't doing what I ask them to do. But then someone says, hey, I'm gonna hire you to mow my lawn. And I get a call from my neighbor saying, you got the hardest working kids on the planet. My husband and I are scratching our heads going, is that our kid? That's the same kid? and train them to work. Sometimes you're not going to see it, mom and dad, until after they leave. So I want you to think about this for just a second, all right, because it's so important. Moms, take courage, right? Take a minute to really ask the Lord to speak to you regarding these passages and how we raise our children as they become young adults. So if you've got early adult children, a safe bet is that 80% of you are screaming those wisdom prayers that we studied before with regularity in your head right? Because here's the thing, the transition to adulthood can be seamless occasionally for some teenagers, but for many, it's a season that's reminiscent of our awkward, gangly years, only with more painful consequences. So if your young child, your young adult isn't working well, trust your gut and don't justify it. They're not a victim and you're not an ogre if they help around the house and they work 25 hours a week. And if they're full-time in school, they can still do those things on their break. Ask the Lord for supernatural strength, you guys. Pray, pray, pray. Grab an accountability partner. Talk to another mom at Mom Strong International. Say, hey, I need your help. Take a break and then get back into it. You are their mom. They need to see that you love them enough to help them finish the job that they've started. This is tough. This is really tough. So remember, as long as your kids are at home, they're still your dependent and your job isn't finished. So you got to push through the awkward, get the conversation going on. Ask your kids what they think about what they think about the Lord. Challenge them. And you may hear, I'm stuck. I'm bored. 
I don't know what to do. When you're struggling with your kids in whatever area, can I just encourage you, put your schedule aside, things that are not essential, and take a break. And take a break. For your sons, this is also a time of preparation. And as one father put it, these are my men. My men. I'm broken that they are in danger of not transitioning well. Fathers and male role models like youth leaders are critical, but it doesn't mean that you're absent, mom. We lend damaging influence when we coddle our kids. So be firm and consistent. This is exactly how the Lord loves us. Back your husband. And if you've got questions for him, take it up over coffee, not in front of your kids. And realize that boys becoming men need different handling in large measure. All right, stick First Thessalonians 1.10 on the refrigerator door. That'll get some conversation going in your house, right? This is one of the most important seasons of remaining mom strong. God has given you children to raise. He's gonna give you wisdom. He chose you right mom, right time, right dad, right time. God isn't surprised by your kid's uh, situation. He's not surprised by their lack of work ethic, right? We raise an entire generation of uber entitled kids right now. That's why they call them the snowflake generation. And God loves your kids even more than you do. So take heart and fight for them. Take heart and fight for them. We want to be about a kingdom purpose. We realize that everything we do, just like what God does, should be aimed at the kingdom. Everything we do, learning to rest, learning to work, it matters to God. I hope you guys are enjoying the study. There's a whole lot more. We're going in much more in depth uh, in finding the balance between work and rest and training your children. I love the study for Kids Strong this week. Uh, she, uh, she opens it up by saying, if Jesus is your king, do you think that means that everything you do should be just as if you're doing it for him or maybe just some things? Maybe when you go to church, it's for him, but when you clean your room, you're just cleaning because that's for mom. What do you think? Let's see what God's word says. We're gonna take your little ones back to the word of God. We're gonna read Colossians 3, verses 23 and 24 with them. And we're gonna talk about what it means to do everything we do, even obeying our parents for the glory of God. I hope you guys are enjoying the study at MomStrong International. I'm gonna take some time in the next weeks to introduce you to the writing team over there. There's a group of five people that work on this Bible study for you every week. I hope it encourages and blesses you. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can reach out to me, podcast at thebusymom.com. Let us know what you're doing. Get into the forums at Mom Strong International. It's a great opportunity for you just to dig in, meet some new friends, walk in right relationship with the Lord, and let's grow, 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 and become Mom Strong together. Have a great day, everybody and I'll see you back here on Friday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.